I'm Lauren. And I'm Sasha. And you're listening to Popcorn Fort, a podcast where we describe movies badly to each other. Yay! Yay! What are you telling me about this week, Lauren? No, we have to do some chats first. Oh! Padding, Sasha. It's all about the padding. Do you remember when we had, like, the seven plagues in our apartment? (laughs) What did we have? We had... We had mild ants. We had a couple of cockroaches. We had some moths for a little bit. We do have some moths. We had a single mouse that only I saw. That only you saw, <laughs> so I think you hallucinated. We had the huntsman. That's true. But spiders are friends. Spiders are friends until I found his corpse in my room and I was like, that's hmm. the flies. The flies. The flies were bad. Flies were bad. I think it's just if we if a single fly gets in, it immediately starts laying eggs. It propagates. It propagates. That's how flies be. Mm. Like... Okay, so this is making us sound like utter disgusting pigs, (laughs) isn't it? But like, no, it was really weird because these plagues were happening like one after the other. Like we'd get rid of the ant problem and then all of a sudden there was flies. Yeah, yeah. It was just a time of plague. And we had the, um, the cricket once. The cricket? Remember the cricket that was on the wall above the door, our good friend? No. There was like, it was like a grasshopper or cricket above that wall, but it was brown. So I think it was a cricket. And he stayed there for like two days. Oh, yes. The single locust. The single locust. (laughs) Good. I mean, was that the height of summer? It might have been the height of summer. That's when insects tend to happen. Welcome to Sydney. It has a cockroach problem. (laughs) They don't (laughs) tell you that on the brochures. When I was in, um, like, when I was, when I used to be like walking home from school, Mm -hmm. they're like, if, if I was coming home in the middle of the night, you did see cockroaches coming up out of the pavement. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, they did the thing where, like, you'd see a cockroach and you'd be shit, and the cockroach would be like, oh, shit, and then sprint at you? Yeah, I don't know why they come towards you. Yes. I don't think I've ever encountered a flying one coming towards my face, but I think that's a thing they do as well. Yes, I feel like that's popular in Japan. Popular? It's not popular. (laughs) It happens in Japan. Right. Um, But I feel like I've encountered at least one or two flying cockroaches, but they never came at me, but I was just Mm. like, they were in here! Oh! There's a flying cockroach in here, and I sprayed him! Well God, done. I went through so much more teen. <laughs> we just always have bug spray now. Yeah. Yep. It's like, so, like, I'm a vegetarian, so I'm all against the killing of creatures. But when it comes to insects, <laughs> I go feral. Except spiders. No, oh, spiders are friends. Spiders, are, because spiders also kill insects. We are birds of a feather? We are, uh... Arachnids of a hair. That's Arachnids of a leg. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... I. I'm cool with bugs, but the second they come into my house, they're stealing my food. This is true. Like, this is our house and we live here, and outside is their house and they live here. If we yeah. kill bugs outside, that's That's a rude. dick move. But if they come in here and try to steal our shit, then we we retain property rights. Yeah, but like, you know, when like a spider comes in, I'm more just like, oh, friend, you're here to help me protect my borders. Yes, yes. Spiders are pest control. And that's why I didn't mind the, the um, grasshopper cricket locust, because he was minding his own business. Exactly. But them it's- flies, they'll land on stuff. And I'll be like, get your shitty feet <laughs> off my bread. Flies have terrible feet. It's true. Their hygiene is not for me. Aren't flies the ones that throw throw up on things to digest them? Yes. Mm, it was the thing was like, if a fly flies over your food, it's thrown up on it. Starfish also do that. Yeah, but starfish wet. <laughs> starfish do not bother us because they're wet. They're wet and they're in the ocean. <laughs> I have never had to deal with a rogue starfish in my home. <laughs> Imagine if you just turned up in your house one day and there was a starfish. What would you do? I'd be like, who put this here? <laughs> Lauren? Uh, did I tell? I used to have a seahorse skull. How big? Oh, um, how big? Uh, it's about the size of a playing card. That's a big skull. Maybe like, or like, but like diagonally, because it was a long skull. 
but small. Oh, the snout. Yeah, it was like the snout because um maybe it was a sea dragon, but like I'd found it on a beach, um like a little cove type beach, and hmm. I just like kept it in my bedroom in a little Tupperware container for like several years because I was like, that's a treasure, my dude. That's a magical artifact. That is a magical artifact, and I don't know where it's gone. Oh no! I feel like perhaps a parent threw it out, or I threw it out because I was like, I don't need this skull. But it was a cute skull. Well, shall I tell you about a movie? Yeah, what what the fuck was that? <laughs> that was a tangent, is what that was. Yeah. We talked about the plague, and we talked about some uh, sea creatures. That, those are things that we talked about. Excellent. All right, Sasha, this week I'm telling you about Mouse Hunt. Mouse Hunt. Which is a very silly movie that was made in 1997. It's a comedy. It was made in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and your tags are... Uh, comedic duo. Okay. Mouse Moriarty. Okay. And the string is a metaphor. String is a metaphor? Yes. Okay. So, um, in my heart, I feel like this movie is similar to Home Alone, but what obviously this movie must be about, because you said Mouse Moriarty. Yes. There's a, um, okay, there's two, like, bros who live together. They're our comedic duo. Uh Uh-huh. And, um, they're they're just platonic life partners. Mm. They've accepted a lifehood of bachelorism. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're closeted. Maybe they're straight. It's Uh not important to the movie. Maybe they're literal bros. Maybe they're literal bros. Who knows? Unclear. Their relationships are never talked about. (laughs) Excellent. But they live together. Are they related? Mind your own business. (laughs) Good. So, like, the real estate sells in this house. It looks pretty great. They're like, hmm, it may be haunted, but we're white, and therefore... We will buy it. <laughs> Good. Um, and we will ignore the warning signs. We will ignore the warning signs. They're like, why is there a small door with scratch marks in the floor? <laughs> and then they'll be like, welcome to New York. <laughs> and they'll be like, you're right. For this price, what is some concerning blood marks? It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so they move into this home. But what they don't realize is that this home is the base of operations for a criminal overlord mouse who has been running the rat network of New York. Holy shit. So, um, he is the head of, like, the rat mafia, and, um... Is this a prequel to that that Sherlock Holmes mouse movie? I haven't seen it, but let's say yes. In in that movie, Moriarty is literally a rat. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Because <laughs> you said mouse Moriarty. Yes. So, this rat, his home, his operations, his safe den, away from the criminal world, where he uh-huh. can just chill and relax, is this beautiful New York apartment, man. And he's been driving out all these human squatters who keep moving in and, like, infringing on his territory. Uh-huh. But, like, so clearly what this rat has to do is he's got his home, he's got his crib, and these two chumps are moving in. Yeah. And, like, so he's come home after, like, a week-long vacation in a neighboring state where he was, like, taking over the turf of another, like, he was, like, incorporating. How did this mouse get to another state? He drove. <laughs> You're right. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for arguing. Don't argue with me. He has connections. He's Mouse Moriarty. <laughs> Continue. Yes. So he comes home to his crib and he finds like these these pests have moved in. These two bro chumps are living in his home. Yeah. So clearly what he has to do is he has to drive them out. But unfortunately, they're like bigger than him. So he's got to be crafty about it. Of course. But these idiots, they're not picking up on the signs. Like, you know, like, they'll open the cupboard and their peanut butter is now, like, empty and tipped over. And they'll be like, huh, Angus must have got the munchies last night. I'll get more <laughs> peanut butter. I'm a friend. I'll get him some peanut butter. Nice. And the rat's just like, I am literally trying to make their living standards pretty terrible. <laughs> 
and they're just they're not noticing there's like writing on the wall and blood like get out and they're like huh interesting choice <laughs> it's like hey look at this man huh that's cool we should make a tiktok about it <laughs> okay so this is like our rat our rat is super smart maybe yeah. he's an escaped like um science lab mouse that was tested on oh yeah so like He's running his rat empire, but also he's got his trauma. Yeah, of course. And uh, this movie is actually going to be about, like, this rat trying to drive these men out of his home. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's all these, like, piled up shenanigans, Home Alone-esque. Yeah. But these dudes either keep dodging it or, like, you know, being pretty, like, chill and good-humored about it. Yeah. And it's going to culminate with our beautiful Mouse Moriarty actually being caught <gasps> at one point. Oh, no. In, like, a rat trap. Yeah. But our dudes, our friends, they are, like, blitzed out of their mind. They are blazed on weed. They had some, like, brownies, like, um, pop brownies. Yep. And, like, they discover this rat uh-huh. in this trap. Yep. But, man, they understand the rat. And the rat has this real sweet vest on. Like, <laughs> good. how can they, like... <laughs> they can't kill a rat with a hat on? No! This, <laughs> this rat is spiffy. Exactly. So what they actually do is they welcome the rat into the home. And the rat's just like, this was already my home. Yeah. But thank you for making these sandwiches. And they're like, oh shit, rat man. Let's run you a bath in the sink. And the rat's just like, what the hell? And like, the rat. So the rat, like, he has been living his life. But he's been living off scraps and running his criminal empire. Yeah. And now he has, like... Two stay-at-home bros who will pamper him. Like, his coat is glossy, man. It's shiny. He is, like, oh, he's serving it. And all, like, he's, like, he's getting, like, um, like, romantic invitations now. He's being invited to, like, the parties in Upper New York Mafia Dom. Um, now, you have forgotten the tag that the string is a metaphor. The string is a metaphor. So what could the string be a metaphor about? Like, maybe the string was part of the trap. Oh, maybe. And the trap, like, the bros released him from the string that trapped him. Of course. And it's a metaphor of how he was being held back by his preconceived notions of humankind. <laughs> but really, all he needed was some chill bros. And so, like, his mafia operations will, of course, change as a result, where his rats are no longer sabotaging pizza parlors and stealing their toppings. Yeah. This, this is a collaboration with Ratatouille. <laughs> this is when the rat kitchen gets born. Amazing. I'm the rat Ratatouille. He gets sponsorship from the rat Dom. He like he moves away from France because he's left his family and like apparently rats. He needs to strike out on his own. He can't be like you know piloting ginger kids all the time. He wants to be recognized for his own rights. And so our rat Dom, Mouse Moriarty, is like humans and I. All we really want is to eat good food and chill. And so he collaborates with Ratatouille, and they start their own chill rat restaurant, but also for humans. And then weed gets legalized in New York. And rat and humankind collaborate, and everyone gets spiffy hats and vests. Inspiring. That's my movie pitch for Mouse Hunt. Wow, that got real passionate. (laughs) Okay, you know how usually these pitches are like... Um, correct in concept, but not in plot. Yes. You were shockingly correct in plot, but just not in world building. (laughs) You don't like my mafia rat bonding with two pop bros? You hit a lot of plot points, my dude. (laughs) Listen, Mouse Moriarty kind of gives a vibe. It really does. I'm just going to, that was good tags on my part. It It really was. This is probably (laughs) the best you've done. Excellent. 
All right. Um, just a warning before we start for the film itself. I won't obviously won't touch on it too much. Um, but due to the the way that the film is, there's a lot of like implied slash attempted animal abuse slash animal death. That tracks. Yeah. So if you're sensitive to that kind of thing, maybe don't watch this movie. Fair. Like it's 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 of it's all done in like a super comedic way. Mm. But like it is probably the plot of the movie. Yeah, literally. But it's there. Right. So we begin. Okay, so it starts really seriously. Okay. Because you have to before the descent into chaos. Yes. Yeah. This is what we learned in drama school. If you have a comedy, <laughs> you must have points of like seriousness and tragedy. Exactly. Tension builds. Exactly. Farsis. And then you can just destroy it. So there's like a black screen. On the screen, a quote A world without string is chaos. Okay. <laughs> There's like dramatic orchestral music. There's a big gothic cathedral. Mm -hmm. It's a funeral scene. Like rain is pouring down. An yes. organ is playing. Um, you know, there's a bunch of mourners with black umbrellas. Oh, beautiful! At the front Iconic. of the movie, a, a coffin. At the front of the movie. <laughs> at the front of the cathedral. Yeah. Like on the steps, a coffin is being carried down the steps. Um, this is the the funeral of. A, like an old man and his two sons are in front carrying mm -hmm. the front of the coffin and they immediately start arguing. Oh. One of them is Nathan Lane, voice of Timon. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, so we're going to call them short brother and tall brother. Tall brother. Tall yeah. <laughs> brother, please. Yes, because that they, they have that short, fat, tall, thin comedic yeah. duo thing going on. Um, yes, yeah, so they immediately start arguing mm -hmm. about whatever. Um, the short, like, tall, tall brother's handle of the coffin breaks off. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> the co everyone drops the coffin. The coffin slides down the stairs. The coffin hits the hearse. The body flings out of the coffin and into an open manhole and into the sewer. Oh! And that immediately sets the tone for the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> movie set. The titles start, there is comedic slapstick music happening. Excellent. Yep. So that gives you an idea of what we're in for. <laughs> this is the movie that, like, ages 9 to 13 are going to love. Yeah. It has been described as it's set somewhere in the, like, 20th, like late 20th century, mm -hmm. but with styles ranging from the 1940s to the 1990s. So there's Timeless. A, yeah, yeah. So there's a vast array of... Slapstick techniques. Excellent. <laughs> None of which particularly mesh with each other. <laughs> Lauren? Yes? Did you finish that cider already? Yes. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> that is all. All right, so we're at a string factory. A string fa A factory that makes string. <laughs> Will there be kittens in this movie? Unfortunately not. There is only... Rats? Two animals in this movie. A mouse and... A cat. Not a kitten, though. All cats are kittens. You shouldn't get very attached to this cat. No! <laughs> I'm sorry. No! We're at a string factory. While the titles are going, we do like the Willy Wonka. Yeah. Go through the workings of the string factory. It's like a super old-fashioned... There's a bunch of machines that are, like, winding the string in various ways. Okay. It's like it's kind of implied that this is a bit of like a shitty rundown factory. All the workers are like elderly. Mm. Um, you know, everything's a bit like they they seem to like they're making like twine. Oh yes. Uh, so you see, like there's people like shoveling hay and then like carrying cubes of wax around. Sure. I guess that's how you make twine. I don't know enough about twine. No, me neither. 
Um, yeah, so everything's old and clunky. It's mm. fine. This yeah. is a terrible string factory. The two brothers are at the will reading mm-hmm. upstairs in the office. Their dad owned this string factory. Yeah. And um, the will's like, uh, my two sons, you should run this factory together. Mm-hmm. Um, also, here are my, my personal effects. Half a box of Cuban cigars. My spoon collection. This ceramic egg. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> the only things he owns. Also, this like decrepit mansion that I won in a bet years ago. I haven't touched it though. I have. I've literally never touched it. The only thing I've done is like borrow money against it oh. to pay my workers at some point. But like, it's it's, fine. it's been empty for decades. It's not worth anything. Yeah. Um. What well, when? Well, the real like the the lawyer is like the short short brother is like. Oh wow! Is it worth anything? You know, maybe we could sell it, get a profit. Yeah, like he's super like, oh my god, dad was a shithead, but we can get, get money out of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the lawyer's like, no, it's only worth like maybe fifty k. Mm. Um, weird thing though, the previous owner was found locked in a trunk in the attic. Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, that's just how that's just how real estate be sometimes. Exactly, exactly. So turns out that short brother is the head chef maybe the owner mm. of this fancy french restaurant ah uh, ratatouille ah there it is um he does like the fake french accent when he's there oh, ho, ho. and he's got like the, the terrible mustache excellent yeah so wait this is timon this is timon yes yes um so he's like he's hosting the mayor for dinner the mayor is coming in on the eve of his re-election i'm sorry it's just like the mayor the mayor. He's, the mayor. <laughs> he's, he's so mayor. He's so, so average. The, the mayor of this city yes. is coming in for his fancy fake French meal mm-hmm. on the eve of his re election. It's a big deal. There's reporters. On the eve of my re election. <laughs> you serve me this. He's brought his whole family. Mm. Um, like, short bros, like, oh, hello, Mr. Mayor. I am very French. And he goes back into the kitchen to start making the meal. Mm. And there's like a close up on that, like, box of cigars. Yes. Half box of cigars that he got from his dad, mm. and a cockroach crawls out of the box. <laughs> Don't like it. Yeah. Um. And then we cut back to like the mayor eating dinner, and he finds half a cockroach in his meal, <laughs> and he still is like, "Ew, dad, it's half a cockroach!" Mm. And the mayor chokes and has a heart attack, and the reporters are all like, "Short brother, what are your comments?" <laughs> <laughs> the ambulance comes. The restaurant shut down. Short brother's life is ruined. Fair. All because of a single cockroach. Should not feed their mare a cockroach. No, I mean, he didn't do it deliberately. <laughs> Should not feed the mare a cockroach unless cockroaches are a common part of your cuisine. It's true, sometimes they are. Only feed cockroaches to people who ask to eat the cockroach. Exactly. So that's that's Short Brother's tragedy. Uh, tall Brother has been running the factory mm-hmm. while his dad was dying, I guess. Yeah. Um, he's, he's fielding, like, a very cushy buyout offer. Mm-hmm. From I guess Big String, Big String, <laughs> Big String TM, Big String Corporations. They're after your twine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like you know two really slick guys in in fancy suits. They're like, oh, we're gonna convert this factory. We're gonna make this fancy new nylon thread. Mm. And Tall Brother has like a flashback to his dying dad talking to his sons. He's like, promise me you'll never sell the factory. You'll keep it in the family. You'll run it together, my two beautiful sons. Hmm. Um, here is. My first piece of string that I found when I came to America. Keep it between you. It's a metaphor. (laughs) Is it a metaphor? It might just be a piece of string. Yeah. Anyway, the upshot is Tall Brother refuses the offer. Is that an upshot? It's 
it's the the end of the scene. It's the end of the scene. End yes. of the scene. The the result of this this flashback is that Tall Brother's like, oh, I promised my dad I'd never sell his shitty factory. Fair, that's fair. It was a good deal too. They're like, oh, we'll give you like a hundred thousand, and we'll like keep you on as a partner, and you get like a really good, like you basically get to retire now. Yeah, you get like dividends or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But hey, he's like, no, I'd I sell the string factory. Yeah. <laughs> Same, but no, for morals or whatever, he can't. And he goes home and his wife is furious. She's like, please sell a string factory. We have eight kids. No, they don't have any kids. She's basically like, look, I basically married you because you were like the son of a a wealthy string magnate. (laughs) I guess was the line. But now like, you know, you you never made it big. You never amounted to anything. Mm. She starts packing a bag and then she kicks him out. Why does she pack her bag? No, no, she packs a bag oh. and the, the joke is like he thinks she's leaving mm. and then she's like, no, no, I'm not leaving. <laughs> You're leaving. This is my house. Yep. Nice. I like her. Yep. So both the brothers are out on the street. Mm. They meet up at a diner while they're angsting um, and they both end up at the, the shitty mansion that they've okay. just inherited. Beautiful. Yep. Um, you know, sharing a single bed because I guess there's only one bed in this entire mansion. <laughs> I feel like that bed would be full of mildew. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's literally falling down, this mansion. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, they wake up in the middle of the night, they're like, oh, there's some weird noises happening. Mm. We must investigate. If this was a horror movie, they would die. <laughs> this is a bad choice. That's all we have to say on that matter. <laughs> uh, at this point, there's more slapstick happens. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like, oh, I'm holding a bat or whatever in case the weird noises are a burglar. Oh, no, I turn around and whack you in the face. Oh, no, oh, yeah. you've put your head through the portrait's face mm. kind of thing. Generic slapstick. Generic slapstick happens. Um, they they find they fi- they find out that the noises are being made by a mouse in the roof. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, okay, that's fine, whatever, it's just a mouse. Yeah. Uh, they also find in this same roof compartment blueprints for the house. Oh, Weird place to keep blueprints. I know. Off. Yeah, it's like literally they get into this roof compartment by like someone's head goes through the roof. <laughs> How short is this roof? How high did that person were, jump? No, like so that like the the noises are coming from above. Okay, and it's like oh, I'm gonna get in your shoulders and look through the roof hatch, but the head goes through the roof. Okay, it's funny, I guess. <laughs> I've been a big fan of slapstick. No, did this, you ever watch this like, movie? Is ninety percent slapstick. Yeah. Did you ever watch like funniest home videos? Yes. And like I spent the whole time cringing because like yes, both of our parents are like hospital workers. Yes. And so we're just like, wow, that's a uh, lasting uh, spine damage. Ooh, they might be paralyzed. Also, a lot of it is like kids just getting fucking destroyed, and it's like. Is that fun? No. Yeah, or it's like you like you know like someone will be like riding a bike and then go off sideways and like you know yeah it's like wow he died <laughs> yeah like that it's not fun <laughs> I, I guess it's funny if you enjoy pain yeah yeah it's always a little baffling mm. um yeah. having said that ones where it's like a cat being like spooked oh yeah love yeah. it but you can find so many funny animal videos just on YouTube yeah you don't have to suffer through funniest home videos it's true. <laughs> Anyway, they find these blueprints. They're like, huh, this architect sounds familiar. Maybe we should look into that. <laughs> and then you have, like, mouse point of view. The mouse is looking. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. We cut. The house is suddenly full of, like, historians and architects and enthusiasts. And apparently this house is, like, the missing work from this famous architect. Oh. 
And, oh, mate, maybe it's worth a lot of money. Nice. And Short Brother is, like, talking to an expert, and he's like, oh, wow, what's so, you know, what do you what do you maybe think it's worth? Because, like, he's the very, like, money-seeking mm. one. And the collector's like, oh, you know, blah, 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 you know, could probably sell for six, but maybe up to whatever. Mm. And, the short, and, and, you know, Short Brother's like, oh, hey, brother, like, wow, this we could sell this house for, like, 600K, you know, maybe we should. Yeah. Um you know, this is a great opportunity. We yeah. can get back on our feet. This, like, wealthy collector shows up. Mm. This guy who's, like, owns, like, 12 buildings from this one architect. Ah. And he's like, right, I'm going to – I'll write you a check right now. Mm. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to just buy this house straight under you for what it's worth. Mm. And Short Brother's like, oh, well, look, that's a tempting offer, but I guess we'll see you at the auction. Ah. Uh, because I would like to make much more money from this house, listen, please. Hubris, man. Uh, listen, yeah, hubris. Take, if it's a good offer, take it, man. Yeah. So the auction's happening in the in a week, mm-hmm. and the collector, like, kind of flounces out of the house and is like, look, this house was worth, you know, I, I was willing to pay six million, but let, 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 let me tell you, I've never paid more than ten million for a house. And the brother's like, oh, shit, hang on. Six million. <laughs> shit, I thought you meant six hundred. Yeah, yeah. And then they're, like, in the kitchen that night going, holy shit, we're going to make a lot of money on this house. Right, yeah. <laughs> they're still not like, well, maybe we should have taken that offer. They're Listen, like, the hassle of going to auction. I know, I know. All that socializing. I know. We're past that now, though. They're, like, reveling in their expected riches yeah. from this auction. You know, they're going to get at least $6 million for this house. But the mouse ain't going to stand for that. The mouse is not going to stand for it. The mouse, like, emerges, you know, they're, they're eating dinner. The mouse emerges to, like, grab some food off the ground. Um, Short Brother is like, oh, shit, a mouse, we've got to set a trap. Like, one vermin can ruin your entire life, as we saw from my cockroach experience. You're not fair, he has trauma here. He's got some trauma. You're going to auction, though. I don't think you care about rats. I know. Like, literally... If they had not given a shit about this mouse, none of this movie would have happened. Yeah, because I'm like, the house is already crumbling down around you. I know, I know. But no, we have to set a trap for this mouse. In the morning, they're like... Is it a real mouse or is it a puppet? Uh, No, it's a real mouse. I think they used... There's some bits where it does, like, fancy stuff. Yeah. And I think they used a trained rat. Okay. For the, like, the close-up-y bits. Mm. Um... But at, 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 it's almost the whole time it's a real mouse. Okay. I assume for, like, far away shots, like, if it's being flung around or whatever, it's it's a fake thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, it's it's, it's usually a real mouse hmm. slash rat. Um, yes, in, in the morning they find the mouse trap. It's been set off, but there's no mouse in it. And the olive pit is next to it. And they're Ooh. like, holy shit. Smart mouse. This is a smart mouse. And then, like, you know, they're pouring out the cereal and the mouse comes out of the cereal bowl. <laughs> And the chase ensues. Chase ensues. There is more slapstick. Fair. Lots Let's of. Skip. Yep. Yep. You you can imagine. They're trying to kill this mouse, basically, with blunt objects and attacking each other. It almost make more sense to hire, I don't know, like a trained professional. Oh, they will. <laughs> oh, they will. Oh, oh. This is simply the beginning. Ah. Um, so then Short Brother's like, okay, obviously the olive I set the trap did with didn't work. I'm going to set a trap with Gouda because oh. I'm a fancy chef. It's fair. And it's fair. mice can't resist Gouda, I guess. Gouda would trap me. And while he's setting the trap, like, I guess they've just, he's just got an entire wheel of Gouda. <laughs> and behind them, while he's setting the trap, the mouse just wheels away the whole wheel of Gouda. <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> Which is real good. Um, so we cut to the brothers, like, doing, like, mild renovations on this house. 
Like okay. fixing holes in the roof, that kind of thing. Should have just taken the original offer. They literally, yeah, they really should have. But like, they're trying to, they're trying to make it go for as much as possible. Fair. The mouse has eaten its entire wheel of gouda. It's having a gouda time in like a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this mouse is very relatable. This is a very strong mouse. It like does a little like obstacle course through the walls. Yeah. Um, to its little mouse house. Cute. That it's made. It's got like this like this little cardboard box full of cotton balls with like a tissue blanket. Oh. And like a little bedside table box with a watch on it. Oh. And postcards on the walls. This mouse is very talented. <laughs> I know. I know. And it's just like settling down to sleep in its cotton balls when suddenly a nail comes through the wall. Jesus. And then a bunch of other nails come through the wall and there's like a chase scene where the mouse is trying to run from from all these nails because Tall Brother is like nail gunning in like siding. Oh. Like he doesn't know the mouse is in there. Mm. Um, At this point, mouse, I would run back the way that the nails were coming. Yeah, I know. But it doesn't. So the war is on. The mouse is like, you tried to murder me in my own home. Yeah. 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 I'm on the mouse's side. I'm not going to lie. Exactly. There's a scene where like they're, they're so like one of the, like short brother brought a new bathtub for the house and they're carrying it up the stairs and then they get scared by the mouse and they both fall in the bathtub and it goes down the stairs and out the door and down the hill and into the frozen lake. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And then the ice cracks and they fall into the lake. And then the mouse got away with mortar. Oh no, they're fine. Oh. Yeah. Um, so Short Brother's like, right, this fucking mouse. The We're- mouse is the protagonist, I'm sorry. I know, it is. He's like, he's got a grudge against this mouse at this point. Yeah. He covers the entire kitchen floor with mouse traps. Nice. <laughs> and then he realised they're locked in. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> they're like, he covers the entire floor, they get to the door, he's like, oh shit, the door's locked. You idiots! Cut to the next morning, they're still there in that corner. Nice. Like, holy shit, what do we do? My mouse comes out of the the, the wall, mm. does a little obstacle course, <laughs> like weaves between all the traps, up on a shelf, over, under, around, swinging past things. Yeah. This is a really cool mouse. Mm. Um, like basically does like a lever, levers a cherry onto the floor to set yeah. up all the, tra- all the traps. Then there's like a, a wave of snapping mouse traps coming towards the brothers. <laughs> and for some reason they panic and roll onto the mouse traps. That's what she do. So they get snapped. They deserve it. They all get snapped. And then they're like very mad, so they like grab the vacuum cleaner to pursue the mouse. Uh, okay. To suck it into the vacuum cleaner, I guess. And like the mouse runs into the wall and they like stick the vacuum cleaner nozzle into the wall and then the mouse is like, oh, I have noticed there is a pipe that leads to the sewage line in this oh, no. particular wall. So the mouse somehow redirects the vacuum cleaner head mm. into the sewage line and then the whole vacuum cleaner explodes and everything's covered in shit. Mm, don't like that. <laughs> Humor. Mm. It's fine. M- mm. Mice can do this. Then there's a knock on the door and there's a guy like hammering a thing on the front door and it's like the house is being foreclosed. Because your dad borrowed against this house oh. way back when, and there's still $1,200 owing. Oh. So if you don't pay that back in, like, two days, um, then the house is getting repossessed. Well, shit. And the brothers are like, shit, the auction's in seven days. Oh, no. We have to figure out how to repay this $1,200. Sure, brother, you paid our last $1,200 to buy that fancy bathtub that's now at the bottom of the lake. God damn <laughs> We are broke. Mm. So they're like, all right, now we have two quests. <laughs> Damn it. Kill this mouse and get to $1,200. Yeah. I don't know why they're still obsessed with the mouse at this point. So ma- just leave the fucking mouse alone. I know. 
So they go to a cartoonishly depressing pound mm-hmm. to get a cat to kill this mouse. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, it's a, it's it's a bit bad. But they end up adopting Catzilla. <laughs> Catzilla, who is an animatronic cat, cool, <laughs> that comes in a wooden box with chains on it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> because it's that evil? Question mark. That's how cats. Be? That's just how cats be. That's so they, their appeal. They release Catzilla into the house and a merry chase ensues. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of property damage. Fair. Um, the mouse tricks the cat into the dumb waiter and then cuts the string. It's a metaphor. I guess so. <laughs> and the ma- the cat plummets into the basement and is never heard of again. So that happens. Um, the cat, the, the, yes, the mouse has outsmarted the cat. Um, the brothers go to, are like, okay, we own this string factory. Yes. Surely we can get some money from this. You'd think. Um, they're like, okay, all our elderly string workers, why don't, we're just gonna, we're just gonna delay your paychecks a little bit this week so we can get some of these profits to pay off our house and make them. the workers riot. They should! <laughs> Good on them! There is a lynch mob coming for the brothers. They escape out the office window. But in the meantime, Short Brother has, like, seen the offer yeah. for the factory yeah. that Tall Brother turned down. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at some point later, Tall Brother goes back to the factory to try and, like, meet their orders. Yeah. Because all the workers have, at this point have, like, gone on strike and they're outside the building with placards like or whatever. Like pickets and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so Tall Brother's like, okay, I'm going to sneak in. How hard could it be to operate all these machines mm. by myself and make enough string for our orders? An idiot. Uh, yes, an idiot. Um, you know, he turns on all the machines and various parts of his clothes get caught in the machines and he's like unraveling on the factory floor. Because <laughs> that's definitely how clothes work. That's definitely how clothes work. <laughs> He, you know, eventually escapes into the office. He, I guess he's pretty much naked at this point. And turns out his wife has heard about the auction. Mm. Because, like, I don't know, the, the lawyer came to her house or whatever and is like, oh, you know, it's scheduled for whenever. And she's like, ah, riches. Ah, riches. So she turns up at the the factory office to, mm. like, seduce him and get him back. Fair. So I guess that they do that. <laughs> they do that whatever move along banging occurs <laughs> meanwhile short brother is um has set up a meeting with big string big string because big string conglomerate exactly because he's like well obviously we're gonna sell this shitty factory yeah um you know he's like oh we're gonna do this in this square somewhere yeah outside um so that you know tall brother doesn't catch wind of this he's mm-hmm. like distracted by a couple of pretty ladies his hat gets blown off he runs into the street he gets hit by a bus Short brother or tall brother? Short brother. Okay. Yes, tall brother is currently being seduced in the office. Damn those ladies. <laughs> get getcha. It's all the ladies. And so he misses the meeting and mm. he like wakes up in hospital. Yeah. And tall brother is there like in his wife's coat because I guess all his clothes are unraveled. Fair. <laughs> and he's like, oh, wow, funny thing. Turns out, turns out my wife wants to like lend us the money. Oh. No idea why. Suspicious. It can't be because she heard about the auction and wants to get get me back because then she'll be a millionaire. No, I don't think that's <laughs> it at all. No, no, no. Yeah. So they're like, okay, cool. That's that's sorted. Now we need to deal with this mouse. <laughs> Leave the mouse alone! <laughs> Please, I'm begging you! <laughs> Listen, all the mouse has done is not get killed and, like, scare them. Yes. <laughs> Boys! There has been no malice so far. 
This mouse has been chilling. Mm. He stole your cheese. Mm. You offered him the cheese. Yeah. All it has done is, like, set off the traps that you set for it. And then you got scared. And you got snapped in the process. So they call the exterminator. Oh. It's Steve Buscemi. God damn it! <laughs> um, he is a character. <laughs> um, sure. He, he he takes his job very seriously, does Steve Buscemi Exterminator. He turns up, he's got like the full, all the gadgets. Mm-hmm. He's like, you gotta think like a mouse. <laughs> think like a mouse. Um, He like, so they fuck off and let him do his work. He's like, he's got this like tiny camera on wheels. Oh yeah. On like a cable that he sends under the floorboards mm-hmm. to try and find the mouse. And the mouse is like, well, I'm going to deal with this guy. Yeah. It, like, chews through the the cable that goes to the screen so he yeah. can't see what's going on. And then it, like, takes the camera through the floors and walls, out the front door, attaches it to the um, the winch that's on his exterminator truck. Yeah. The cable is still attached to the exterminator in the other room. Oh. The mouse turns on the winch. <laughs> Jesus. And the exterminator is dragged through the house pulling up the floorboards and all the stairs as he goes. Oh, God. Causing just the most possible property damage. It's the risk. Yeah, yeah. Because I guess this cable was so strong that it doesn't break even when it's, like, ripping through pipes and wooden floors Mm. and entire staircases. That's how cables be. Yeah. Um, So the exterminator is real fucked up. I'm not surprised. Goodbye, Steve. Yeah, and and we leave that scene with the mouse, like the exterminator, like up up in front of the truck, real fucked up, and the mouse just like hopping off and shitting on its face, shitting on his face and running away. Oh, okay. <laughs> Delightful. So, got him. I guess. Um. Yeah. So the brothers come back to the house mm-hmm. to find. The police are there. The fire truck is there. The ambulance is there. Oh, jeez. The exterminator is, like, on a stretcher raving. <laughs> oh, God. He gets put in an ambulance and taken away. Um, the, the policeman they talk to is like, listen, we got a 911 call. There was no voice, but we heard screaming in the background. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we turned up and we found this guy locked in a trunk in the attic. Oh, God. This this mouse is, has killed before and will kill again. <laughs> this is what happened to the last owner of the house. My question is, the exterminator was out the front of the house. Yes, he was. How did this one mouse... Get him upstairs. Get him upstairs, into the trunk, lock the trunk. He had an accomplice. Who's the accomplice? <laughs> Lauren. This mouse is too powerful. Um, yes, so Magic Mouse. Magic Mouse. Magic Mouse. Magic Mike's worst brother. <laughs> So the two brothers go into the house. It's yeah. completely fucked. Oh, no shit. The floors are all ripped up. Mm-hmm. There's still, there's like all the furniture's fucked from the cat chase. Yeah. There's shit all over this one room. Yeah. Like they go into the kitchen. The kitchen's completely destroyed as well. They like, they look at the, the kitchen counter. There's like a beautiful sandwich there. Yeah. The mouse has made itself a sandwich. <laughs> are you sure it's a mouse at this point? <laughs> Short Brother's like, wow. Like, they they, they assume the exterminator made it. He's like, wow, he knew to toast one side but not the other because that's how you make this this sandwich or whatever. Like, uh, the mouse toasted this sandwich. Ratatouille, I told you, man. It all comes back to Ratatouille. (laughs) Somehow. Um, Yep, so then then they're like, oh, shit, it's the mouse's sandwich. Another slapstick chase ensues. Mm -hmm. Um, This was the mouse's house. I know. They should have just left (laughs) 
Should have just paid it like a sandwich tarot. <laughs> you could have been bros with this mouse. This mouse is so powerful. I gave you the option of rat bros, and they took the option of mutual destruction. Yeah, yeah, at this point. So, yes, there is another chase. Many amusing things, amusing things happen. She said that in quotation marks. <laughs> she made the finger gesture. There were many quotation marks. Um, The, the mouse goes up the chimney. Short brother follows the mouse up the chimney, gets stuck. No one is surprised by no this development. No one is surprised by this development. Um, tall brother's like, okay, I'm going to get a torch so I can see what's going on up there. The torch is broken. Meanwhile, the mouse has come back down into the house, mm-hmm. pulls out the valve that controls the gas. Oh, no. <laughs> mouse, you will destroy your own house. Leaves. A, a box of matches next to Tall Brother. Mm-hmm. Tall Brother turns around like, oh, my torch is broken, but convenient matches. This mouse is a fucking genius. <laughs> Lights He's a like match. chess master ten steps ahead. <laughs> Lights a match, a fireball happens. No one is shocked. Tall Brother is in the middle of this fireball, is apparently fine. Short Brother gets fired out of the chimney like a cannon and into the frozen lake and into the bathtub at the bottom of the lake. Comedy. <laughs> Comedy gold. <laughs> so they're both dead. <laughs> oh, there's no way they're not dead. <laughs> but because this is slapstick, they're not dead. They're just very angry. They've been pushed to the limit. <laughs> Short brother's like, right, that's it. I'm getting my shotgun. I'm <laughs> loading this shotgun. We're going to start blowing holes in the floor. <laughs> uh, okay. We're going to chase this mouse with this shotgun. We're destroying the house now. Um... The mouse is, you know, dodging like a champ. Good on The it. mouse goes into a hole in the floor where under the floor there is a bug bomb that the exterminator has left. Oh, God. Short brother points his uh, gun down the hole mm-hmm. and shoots. The bug bomb, it turns out, is a literal bomb. This exterminator <laughs> should not have a license. <laughs> he was a lot. <laughs> um, so there's a massive explosion. Yes. Half the floor is gone, mm-hmm. down to the basement. Oh, there's there's a massive hole in the floor. No one is mo- no one is mocked. No one is shocked. No one is Everyone shocked. Everyone is mocked. Both the brothers are now in the basement. The phone rings. <laughs> is it the mouse? No, it goes to voicemail. Big string is on the line. Ah. They're like, listen, short brother. We you set up this meeting, and we don't appreciate that you ghosted us. Mm. We we know we made this offer to you and your brother, but we now withdraw it. Oof. None of this shit. And Tall Brother's like, you fucking betrayed me. Oh no! <laughs> and Short Brother's like, no, you betrayed me. You should have told me about this goddamn offer. Mm. And they're yelling at each other. There's a whole brotherly row. At some point, at one point, yeah. at, at one point, one of them like starts throwing fruit at think- the other one from a Oof. fruit bowl. Okay, from a fruit bowl. Yeah, because they're so mad and hits the mouse. Oh no! That's just behind the other one. The mouse is unconscious. They no! got him. They got the mouse. No! It was an accident, but they got him. No! I like the mouse. And then they're like, holy shit, this is our chance. We must crush the mouse. No. Neither of them can do it. No. The mouse is so helpless and unconscious. They're like, we can't just kill this unconscious mouse. If only you could humanely relocate. What they decide to do yes. is mail the mouse to Cuba. <laughs> what? <laughs> Apparently this... Won't kill the mouse? I don't know how long it takes for mail to get to the, from the US to Cuba. At least a week. 
I don't think the mouse is going to survive this. I think the mouse is going to starve a horrible death in a box. They put the mouse in a cardboard box and mail it to Cuba. And then we get the sequel, Revenge of the Mouse, the Cuban Missile <laughs> Crisis. <laughs> Alright, so, everything's fine. We've paid off the debt. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to pay off the debt. We've got rid of the mouse. Yeah. The house is destroyed, but that's fine. <laughs> is it? We have a montage. Yes. We've got um, Tall Brother's wife paying off the debt. Mm-hmm. We've got the two brothers fixing the house. They've got like two days before the auction at this point. There is structural damage. If they just cover it up, it's going to be fine. There's like scenes where they're like laying planks over the giant hole in the floor. (laughs) This is, this is like at least a month of work for like a team of builders to fix. Like the stairs got ripped up. Yeah. (laughs) There were pipes that got fucked up. You just put a bandaid on it. Anyway, uh, two guys, two days. It's fine. They fixed the house. Sure. (laughs) A chef and a, and a string factory owner. They know what they're doing. Um, at the end of this montage, uh, is a scene in Cuba. Yes. The package gets there. Oh dear. The guys at the mail processing facility are like, insufficient postage. We're sending it back. Return to sender! <laughs> yes. Oh no! So we cut to the auction. Mm-hmm. It's a super fancy party. Yeah. The house is perfect. Suspicious, but okay. The brothers have made up. Everyone's in fancy clothing. It's super multicultural. There's rich people from all over the world here oh. for this fancy architect's fancy house. Um, short brother is like in his element. He's hosting. He's like laying on the champagne and the fancy snacks. I don't know how they're funding this. Yeah. And that doesn't sound like an auction to me. It's like a party. Like, there's, there's okay. like a pre-party for this auction. I bet the wife's paying for it. Probably, yeah. 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 So, um, the, the big, like, the fancy rich collector mm-hmm. turns up in the kitchen to talk to Short Brother. He's like, okay, I'm going to make you a final offer. Call the auction off right now. I will write you a check for $10 million. God, just take the check. Short Brother's like, I'm going to be very smug and very satisfied with myself and turn you down. Ugh. The hubris strikes again. He deserves it. He I'm deserves sorry. it. He deserves deserve what's it. about to happen. Yep. Yep. And then Tall Brother goes outside to like take the trash out or whatever, mm-hmm. and he finds in the snow the returned package. In the, this is did the mailman just throw the package in the snow? I guess there is a hole chewed in the corner. Oh no! Tall Brother's like, oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! Apparently the mouse is still alive. After having been to Cuba and back in a cardboard box. Super mouse. Super mouse. This mouse is not a mouse. This mouse is not a mouse. This is an eldritch being disguised as a mouse. Yeah. Yep. Perfect disguise. Yep. So there's a bunch of auction shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Like the auction starts, like tall brothers in the back, like frantically trying to gesture to short brother. Yeah. That the mouse is back. You know, he embarrasses himself during his speech, trying to, like, bang the mouse with the gavel. Oh, yeah. They're, like, the auctioneer starts doing the actual auction, and they're, like, trying to catch the mouse Mm. in various places in the room. It's, like, you know, going down ladies' dresses, so there's, like, hands down cleavage, and it goes into someone's pants, and there's someone's hair gets caught on fire. It's a natural escalation yes. of events. Literally every every um thing you'd expect in like a, a shitty slapstick movie happens. Yep. Yes. In the trying to catch this mouse. There is general chaos. But the auction the auction is ongoing. Mm-hmm. Because Short Brother has been like, do not stop auctioning, no matter what happens. Alright. Yeah. Um 
it eventually escalates to so someone's hair was on fire and yeah. tall brother turns up with like the hose to maybe put it out yeah and he gets put out by someone else and then short brother's like excellent idea the mouse has gone down a hole in the wall mm-hmm. we're gonna flush him out just leave it alone at this point man <gasps> why in the house that you are selling are you gonna put a hose in the wall god damn it they do that they turn the hose on the tap handle breaks off <laughs> There's a series of snapshots of the foundations of the house start to flood. The mouse is like fucking Mission Impossibling its way out. I'm on the mouse's side. Yeah, it's like in a little boat bucket. It's like scrambling up walls. It's 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 doing some cool shit. Mm-hmm. Um, the bidding, meanwhile, has reached twenty five million dollars. Just fucking sell it, man. Um, yeah, they're like going once, going twice. This water starts going down the wall behind the auctioneer. The entire wall caves in. It floods out the entire room. Everyone is, the entire party is flushed out of the room, out the front door, into the front yard. Jesus. (laughs) And everyone caught pneumonia. Into the snow, yes. And then Short Brother's like, no, no, it's fine, don't worry. And then the entire house collapses behind him. He deserved it. He deserved it. He fucking deserved it. And the wife's like, Little fuckers, I'm going off with this wealthy cowboy that I've just met at this auction. Bye! I'm happy for her. Yeah, she fucking took that opportunity. Uh, yes, so everything's gone to shit. Mm-hmm. The brothers drive off together. The mouse is clinging to the underside of the car. Jesus! <laughs> I can't believe they invoked a curse grudge mouse. I know. So they go back to the factory, mm-hmm. the only place they have left. Jesus. They're both, like, passed out in the office, just, like, sleeping on the desk mm-hmm. after a meal of cheese, I guess, because there's, like, a bit of leftover cheese on the table. Yes. Uh, and then it pans to, like, the mouse watching. <laughs> nice! I'm so on this mouse's side! They wake up in the middle of the night. All the machinery is on in the factory. Oh, that's not good. They They go down to investigate. Like, they look out the window. All the... There seems to be string being made. Oh, no. But, like, going into the... There's, like, a thing that dumps stuff in that the string gets made of. It's cheese. String cheese. String cheese. (laughs) Thus string cheese was invented. And it's, like, pan to mouse. The mouse looks smug. (laughs) Why? What are you getting out of this mouse? The, 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 The thing is, like, there was, like, a handful of cheese left on the table. Like a wedge. Yes. This entire factory, all the machines are full of string cheese. I don't know where all this cheese came from. He robbed a cheese store. So either the mouse has gone out to find more cheese, mm-hmm. or this is somehow infinite cheese. Also, it was just like a regularly rolled hard cheese. Yeah, it should not make a string. It should not make a string. And like, I, the, the things that they were making string out of before was like hay and wax. Ew. I don't think it, I don't think the machinery would work. It's just going to get glugged up. You no, know, yeah, you just fuck up the machines. Which would have been perfectly valid by the mouse. Yes. Should have just ruined their entire, like, string enterprise. But no, the mouse has decided to give them a string cheese-related breakthrough. Oh. I suppose. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, like, the the way that the twine has is, like, what has been outputted yeah. is in, like, bowls of twine. Oh, like yeah. out on a conveyor belt, and yeah. the cheese is the same. Imagine, oh, it's like a ball of cheese. Imagine string cheese, but in like a ball that's like a solid twenty centimeters in diameter. Ew. 
<laughs> Do you remember Hubba Bubba? Like you could get the endless wheel of Hubba Bubba. I loved that. You just bite it. <laughs> yes. But it's cheese. Yes. It's, it's, it was a lot. Uh, yeah. Because string cheese comes in like, it's normally like you know, like a 10 centimeter package that you peel open and then. And you then have you have to, to like peel the string off. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, this comes in like a, a windy wheel ball of string cheese. They had to make props for that. They did. Anyway, I don't like it. Okay. Um, yeah, so we uh, we cut to the final scene. Mm. Everything's going well. Why? They don't deserve it. They don't. The uh, the factory is now kind of converted into like almost part kitchen. Like ev- there's like stainless steel benches everywhere. Mm-hmm. All the old workers are like in chef uniforms. Sure. Um, you know, with the white white top and the hat. Yeah. Um, there's like you know, there's a lot of cheese being carried around. Yeah. All the machines are going. I feel like they would have had to replace those machines, but yeah, they did no, not. No, no. Imagine biting into your cheese and finding, like, hay in it. There would be so much hay in the machines. Hay is so difficult to, like, clean away because you get, like, hay dust. Also, they were all made of, like, like old metal. Mm. Like, they'd been there for decades. This was not stainless steel machines. They yeah. are not following food standards. Be careful with your <laughs> cheese, kids. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. they're, the factory is producing string cheese now. Sure. That's that's what it does. Niche market. Yeah. Tall Brothers still in like in charge of the factory. He's yeah. like giving the tour to someone. It doesn't yeah. matter. Uh Short Brothers like the head chef slash ideas man. Sure. So, uh, I guess he's on the cheese side and Tall Brothers on the string side. <laughs> Combined our powers. <laughs> yeah, make. literally. They're like, oh, what if we took the two things we're good at, food and string, and put them together with the help of this mouse? Oh. That we hate. Ratatouille. <laughs> Ratatouille. Speaking of the mouse, the mouse is now employed at the factory as a taste tester. This is just at this point bribery. You could have kept your mansion house, given him your sandwiches. The mouse and short brother are now like best bros. He's like, oh, look at this idea I've come up with. Try some. And the mouse is like, nah. Yeah. He's like, oh, that wasn't good, huh? <laughs> God. So the, um, the... It's it's wearing like a tiny chef hat. That's pretty because of cute. course it is, and you're know, sitting on Short Brother's shoulder. Very cute. Also not OHNS. No, absolutely not. So the um the cheese the string cheese flavors. Yeah. That Short Brother has come up with. Would you like to hear them? No, but hit me. So there's a a curry string cheese. I'd eat that. Which the mouse didn't like. I think it needed more curry. Fair. <laughs> was the problem. Because Said- you could do like a paneer sort of curry. Yeah, I guess. It was like, also all of these are like, it's like, you know how strings made with like two strands? Like twines yeah. made with two strands. So it's like one strand is cheese colored and the other one is like a different color. Oh, like a flavor color. Yeah. yeah. So that's what these things look like. But okay. like rolled up in a big twine ball. So it's like cheese Twizzlers. Uh, yes. Yeah. But, but... As string in a big string ball. Mm. There's also mozzarella and herring. Ew! <laughs> Which the mouse enjoyed. <laughs> Fucking, it's a mouse. Maybe you should get a human taste tester. There's caviar and brie. I'm not into that. Maybe if they did like brie and well, I don't cranberry. know why there's so many fish-based ones. There's also PB&J and provolone for the kids. <laughs> All Them these kids, sound awful. they love provolone. <laughs> these are all awful string cheese flavors. Yeah, no. But I I guess the 
factory is doing well and they're profitable now and everyone is friends and all is well. Should have done like a cheese and garlic, cheese and chives. Like pick a herb. Pick an existing cheese and something flavor. Yeah. That is already Cheesy good. spring onion. Oh yeah, we're here. But no, Short Brothers, an artiste and a chef or whatever, and he has to be fucking fancy. I'm not into that, Lauren. No. Anyway, it's uh, Happily Ever After, and they learn to be bros and run the factory together like their dad. With a mouse. With a mouse. This was the adoption in you. <laughs> they adopted a mouse, and thus they found the meaning of family. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I can't believe the mouse stalked them to their factory and then smugly made a cheese string. <laughs> I know! And then they're like, well, I guess we'll go with this. The mouse just was an entrepreneur. What the mouse did is destroyed their lives and then was like, oh, but maybe you do this. And they were like, yeah, sure. <laughs> At this point, they're just rolling with it. <laughs> Pretty much. So the mouse is in charge. Yeah. Yeah. Mouse owns majority of that factory. Probably. Honestly. Copyright on them cheese strings. Yep. Yep. God, do they just sell balls of cheese? Yes. How's it packaged? I don't. It's just in like a little bag. All we see is the, the it coming out on a conveyor belt. Like, maybe if they do them as, like, cheese bites. Like, you know how, like, with the hard candy, they stretch into a thin thing and then they have oh, an open and they, and they do, chop like, it? a spiral thing? Yeah, or but they, like, chop off centimeter chunks and you get oh, the yeah. hard candy sucks. Like, if they did cheese and then you get, like, a bag of, like, cheese cubes that are flavored. Mm. No, it's... I guess you just have to eat it like a Twizzler, but an endless Twizzler. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. I cheese would... goes on crack. No. I, yeah, like, there's no way to eat that... With something else. No. You have to eat it by itself. Unless you're meant to put it in a pot and melt it like a fondue. It's floppy like strings. You can't even eat it like a Twizzler. Or like an actual cheese stick. Like a snack. I I don't understand how this is... Economical? Supposed to be eaten. What if someone just grabs a ball of the cheese stick and bites into it? You could! It would be bad. But It'd be full of fucking herring or whatever. (laughs) So Lauren, what would you rate this movie? Um... What did I put down? Oh, on the uh, on the rodent scale. On the rodent scale, yeah, hit me with oh, that. Oh, fun and interesting rodents. Um, it is a you know those Rex mice. You don't. So it's it's just a regular old pet mouse, but it's got like curly fur. Oh, that's pretty cute. Yeah, they're kind of cute, but also they're just regular old mice. Okay, they're not like regular hopping, hopping mice or like guinea oh, pigs. Or... Hopping mice are so cute. I know. Well, thanks for that, Lauren. Do you yeah. have a uh, recommendation? I do have a recommendation. My recommendation is... Yeah, what's your mouse wreck? <laughs> it's not a mouse wreck. It's a um, escalating shenanigans wreck. Ooh. And that is Catch Me If You Can, the mm. book. Not there is, also, there is a movie version and there is a musical version. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> of course there is. Obviously, which is how I know it. Yeah. But the... The book being written first is the is the the best version. Okay, fair. Um, it's by Frank W. Abagnale, uh-huh. who is the the titular criminal yeah. of the of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, it was it was a movie with Leo DiCaprio. It was like reasonably big for a while, I yeah. guess, in the nineties. Yeah, it's it's basically a like a real a true story mm-hmm. of this like. Kid, he was like 16 when he left home. Yeah. And basically he had a dad who kind of it was a bit of a con artist mm. and like taught him his con artist ways. Nice. And he like did a lot of he like he, he looked older than he was so he faked being like an airline pilot for kudos 
Nice. Basically. Oh no, he initially started doing it so he could um uh pass bad checks. Oh okay. because they're like nobody questions an airline pilot. Sure. Like an airline captain. Mm. And then he like he like um faked being a doctor. Mm. Like actually working in a hospital, like just bullshitting his way through. Shit. He was so good at bullshitting. And then he like faked being a lawyer because he met this kid who's I feel like, like this is based off a real story. It is. It, it was like an actual real story. The guy who wrote this book yeah. is this guy. Jesus, okay. Yeah, and he like he, he faked being a lawyer because he met a girl whose dad was a lawyer and he wanted to impress him and he like made a bubba bullshit story on the spot and he, he passed the bar exam by just like studying really hard God. and bullshitting. Nice. Basically. Mm-hmm. And like eventually, and and it's also like there was this one like FBI agent who was like basically on his tail this whole time. Yeah, and he eventually got caught and went to prison. But then once he got out, he worked for the FBI in like the um profiling, but ba- ba- in basically like teaching them how criminals can do the shit that he did. Oh, it's like really clever, like. A lot of it was like money kind of check forging kind of mm, stuff. Yeah. Like really clever techniques. Because this is like the 70s or something. Yeah. Where it was all analog. So there was a lot of like cut and paste, like do the right numbers on the check and it goes to the wrong place. And by the time they figured it out, you're away. Yeah. Kind uh, of thing. Cool. Yeah. So definitely escalating shenanigans. Mm. He keeps like basically getting in deeper and deeper with his own bullshit. I do enjoy those ones where it's like if you had like confessed to the truth. Yeah. Earlier. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been fine. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember if it was in the actual one or not, but in like the movie and musical version, Mm. he's like... Uh, basically, like, he falls in love with this chick and he wants to, like, you know, go straight and stop his life of prime and he, like, crime. Life of prime? <laughs> life of prime. Life of crime. And he, like, goes to the FBI guy and he's like, look, I'm going to stop now. And the FBI's like, this this isn't how it works. You don't get a choice. I'm going to arrest you and you are going to prison and then maybe we'll talk. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yes. No. But it is a genuine, like, a really interesting story. And see, the the soundtrack to the musical does slap. Mm. So there's also that. (laughs) If the music slaps. If the music slaps, it's it's fine. Oh, cool. Sounds like a good read. I I do have the book if you want to read it. Listen, theoretically, I want to read it. (laughs) But in practice, you know I'm just going to sit there. Oh, yeah, totally. So that's that. Um... Oh, I I did want to um I did find when I was um looking for for trivia there wasn't really much because it was a fairly yeah. straight down the line boring comedy movie yeah but there is this one film critic Roger Ebert yes who's apparently like moderately famous for just like his really savage film reviews awesome and he says of this film an excellent example of the way modern advances in special effects can sabotage a picture. <laughs> Because it is possible to make a movie in which the mouse can do all sorts of clever things, the filmmakers have assumed incorrectly that it would be funny to see the mouse doing Ah. <laughs> so that was great. I like this critic. Yeah. I always like an angry little critic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's It's got like, um... Just completely meh reviews across the board. Like it's hovering about forty percent on yeah. everything. You know, yeah, it sounds it sounds <laughs> consumable. Yes, yes. Like it's it's fun to talk about because like the premise and the the plot progression is completely fucking wild. Mm. But in practice, it's a bunch of slapstick like strung together with some kind of plot. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. So that was a movie. That was a movie. Thank yes. you for telling me about it. No worries. 
I preferred mine. I'm not going to lie. I no, usually prefer our pictures. Listen, your movie was pretty fun. <laughs> I think it would be good as an animated feature. I think yes, or or like from the pers- completely from the perspective of the mouse. Yes, because while the brothers aren't the heroes, they are the protagonists. Yes, yeah, but oh well. Cool, cool. Well, thank you for listening to whatever that was, and goodbye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Popcorn Fort. If you have any movie recs, hilarious anecdotes, or you just want to chat, hit us up on Twitter at Popcorn Fort or send us an email at popcornfort at gmail.com. Our logo is by the talented Horberries, whose other work you can find on Twitter at Horberries underscore. If you'd like to support us, please rate and review us on iTunes or just tell a friend. Tune in next week for more nonsense.